0: Hey there, I'm Ashley, and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher.
1: Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work-family-social life balance.
0: Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone, from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom.
1: Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing.
0: Hello, hello podcast people, Roberta and I are back together recording uh, and today as we are sitting here, this is pretty much at the beginning of the school year for most people right now, Uh, we really wanted to talk about some five tips for your prep time. So you may find yourself not being as productive as you'd like during your planning periods and we really want to help you with productivity and getting the most out of your planning periods as possible. So the first thing that we want to talk about is think about how you feel at the beginning of your planning periods. And when I say planning periods, I mean, uh, I'm mostly talking about prep, like your actual prep period, your actual planning period in the middle of the day. Um, But this could be beneficial for you at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day too, if you have time during those parts of your day as well. So start thinking about, are you worn out because it's the end of the day? Maybe you have your prep towards like, you know, sixth, seventh hour, and you've already gone the whole day of teaching and you are just like burnt out, (laughs) like I need a break. and. You kind of take advantage of that break and maybe don't get enough done at, or as much done as you would like to. So, listen to your body and what it's telling you. Is it the end of the day? And maybe you need to start your planning period off with a sensory or mental break. And if you didn't listen to the rest period that we, or I'm sorry, the rest. <laughs> the rest episode we did, it was two episodes back. I highly suggest you go listen to that one. It is around 20 minutes long, so it's not even a very long one, but it gives you a good insight into what kinds of rest maybe you're needing throughout the day so that you're not crashing and burning. So a good way to do a sensory or a mental break right at the beginning of your prep is you could focus on putting all your electronics away for like five minutes, set a five minute timer and just focus either on breathing or maybe you want to listen to a short meditation to help you focus. If you're a person who your brain is running a lot and it's really hard for you to do that by yourself, but just set a five minute timer, put your head down on your desk for a little bit and just focus on breathing. Eyes closed. That's a good sensory break, a good mental break. Maybe your day has just been one negative thing after another. We've all had those days, right? And you really just need to focus on changing your mindset uh, because (laughs) you're not going to get much done during your prep if you're only focusing on the negative things that have happened, right? So sitting down and journaling out, you could either do like five gratitudes to put you in a happier mood, or maybe you just write out a question, like, what is, what can I focus on during this prep period to help me get my stuff done? Right. And just again, set a five minute timer and do five minutes of journaling or gratitude to help you before you actually start that to-do list. Um, You know, another thing, if that's not working, maybe you need to go for a quick walk, move that negative energy around. Maybe you need to listen to some upbeat music. Uh, So what is going to help you in that moment to sit down and focus on what you need to get done? The next thing that I want to mention is that from the day before. Okay, so imagine we're on our prep period, right? Okay, but now we're on our prep period. Think about your day, your previous day. You should be keeping a running list somewhere of all the things that you need to get done for the next day, okay? So the previous day, there should be a list. Maybe it's a list that you made at the end of your prep period from the day before and then you just add to that. And I'll talk to that at the talk about that at the very end. Um, and so now what you should do at the beginning of your prep period for this day is sit down and pick out the top three to four things that you absolutely have to get done this day and then keep the rest of the list away from you. I am notorious for doing this. I will have a to-do list a mile long and then I get super, either I get really overwhelmed or I just waste time looking through the things over and over and over and over and over again. So if you pick out the three to four things that you absolutely have to get done, it makes you focus on that tiny little list. And then it helps you move quicker. And then if you get if you get all those things done, go back to that other big list and pick something off of that one to help or to, to do next. Um, I would suggest don't do the three to four things and then be like, oh, I'm good. I'm done, right? If you have 20 minutes left of your prep, oh, my lanta, don't waste that. Don't go wandering around the hallways for no reason looking for somebody to talk to. Um, Pick something else off of your list that could really help you in the future. All right, number three moving through these kind of quickly because we are trying to keep these episodes short and sweet so that you guys can listen and then go take action. So email this is like that threaded word, right? We've got, I know we've got people like in two camps. We've got people who love email and this is how they communicate with people. And then we've got people who are like, if you hit that all reply button one more freaking time, I'm going to come through this computer screen and strangle you. So I kind of sit more, I don't hate email. Uh, I do think it's a great way to communicate, but I do get sucked into it a lot. So this is something that I'm going to be working on a lot this year. And we've actually been talking about it in our, this repels burnout, like our individual coaching sessions too. And I told, um, I told our student that, yep, this is something that I for sure need to work on this year and set a good boundary around. So email, figure out how many times throughout the day you're going to check it. So during your prep, I would suggest checking it once and then exiting out of the screen completely. This is where I get thrown off. So I'll check it And then I'm like a person who has 10 bajillion tabs open. And then I'll keep clicking back to that email tab and keep clicking back and keep clicking back. And it's just like that little thing that I let distract me. And it, it really takes away from the rest of what I'm trying to do during my prep. So number one, if you don't have email taken off of your phone or have your email notifications shut off on your computer already you should do that like right now unless you're driving or something like that don't do that but you should at the very end of this episode go shut notifications off there is absolutely no good reason for you to be checking email at home I understand there are those like outlier situations where you're like I really need like tonight there's this one email that I'm looking out for that I need to like you know, I need to be on my email. I understand there are days like that, but that should not be your normal. So first thing you want to do is shut off your notifications on your phone and on your computer. If you don't do that, your email is controlling you and you are not in control of your email. Like, how does that make you feel that, your technology and your technological devices are controlling you. I know it makes me feel really icky. (laughs) So go and shut all that stuff off and you are going to feel so, so much better. And this includes you guys, not just email, but like everything that's on your phone, your Snapchat, your Instagram, your Facebook, all your notifications, those should not be pinging you all the time. That is such a major distraction. And This is such a good uh, example (laughs) that we can set for our kids too is and even talking about it to your kids at home and talking about it to your kids in the classroom. Like, hey, yeah, I have my notifications shut off. You guys, we should do that too. You could even do an activity with them um, actually in the classroom and like maybe shut one notification off a day or something like that. And then, like I said, exit out of your email so that you don't accidentally keep, I quote unquote, accidentally keep landing on your um, email page. Okay. So that is tip number three. Roberta, is email an issue for you at all? I, it's just like my number
1: one distractor. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Especially well, even now when I'm not teaching. So, I mean, I turned my notifications off for email quite a few years ago now, and I'll never go back to having the notifications mm-hmm. on. But what I have found is I go into the app oh when I'm bored. I'll like go into the app when I'm bored to mm-hmm. check the email. Just so like I we kind of go into our... Yeah. Yeah. So I think having um, that set time, and of course it's different if you're like waiting for an email, of course you might check it more frequently if there's something you're waiting for, like that you need or something, Mm -hmm. which I have had happen. Um, But I think making that time and then maybe putting a post-it note on your computer of what those times are to help kind of remind you and hold yourself accountable. Like these are the times I'm checking my email I think one of my biggest things was like, what if I miss something important? Well, typically if it's something super important that I need to check, they're gonna come over the loudspeaker and say, hey, teachers, go check your email. So it might be right. different from school yeah. to school, but at least that's what it has been in my mm-hmm. experience. So try not yeah. to worry about that. Yeah. If you're if you're
0: like me and email is a super big distractor for you, I'm I'm gonna like this is my goal this year. One of my goals is to Only check email at the beginning of the day, once during my prep, maybe twice if I am waiting for something important, like once in the beginning, once at the end, and then once at the end of the day. And I'm going to have my email screen completely exited out because it even distracts me in class. It's so irritating. (laughs) So, um, okay. Tip number four is this is... Thank you, Roberta. Um, She turns me (laughs) on to this this year and it has been the best thing in my life. I have like seriously, I've been doing it to everybody's phone in my vicinity who is like complaining about like my dad was complaining about work texting him Mm -hmm. while he was on vacation and he was checking his text messages and I'm like, just stop checking them. Why are you even responding? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to set up his do not disturb button. So I did it for him because I was, <laughs> I was explaining it to him. And he's like, I don't even know what that means. And <laughs> I'm like, and you can put your favorite people in here so that your favorite people can disturb you during your do not disturb time. So you're like, it's his kids are basically his only favorite people who can get a hold of him during his do not disturb time. Yeah. But that's the really cool thing about that button is you can pick and choose who you want to be able to get a hold of you. So like I obviously have my husband in there, and then I have my mom, like she has my son right now overnight, and I want to be able to like get a phone call if I need to if there's like an emergency or something. But mm-hmm. that do not disturb button, you guys,
1: seriously, go in
0: and set it up. It yeah. is game changer.
1: For everyone who has an iPhone or even your Mac uh, computers have a Do Not Disturb. um, They have different focus modes, so you can set it up to have a specific work mode. And I have that on my computer, too, where I can set up the work mode. You know, you go into the little menu bar at the top of the Mac um, and there's different work modes or different modes. So I created mm-hmm. one that's work. And so like during work, certain things can contact me like my daughter's school or, you know, if in your case, it would be like your own school could contact you. Um, but it, it blocks the notifications for text mm-hmm. messages and um, app notifications that you don't need. So none of it even shows up until that work mode gets turned off you know, except for the things that you want showing up. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but my work mode is different than my do not disturb mode on my phone. There are different things that I allow. So I think that's a really cool thing. And even if you're just setting it up on your computer, then you can be blocking those email notifications or various different things from even like appearing. Yeah. And I just kept it. I think I, I
0: have that focus mode, but I was like, Mm, I don't even care. Like I'm just, I'm just putting it on do not disturb, and only those people that I want to get a hold of me can get a hold of me. But there are some people who you do need like certain apps and stuff to come through. Like I understand that, but for me, I was just like, nope, nothing. I don't want anything. <laughs> and the episode that I just listened to, it was on the Gold Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher. She was talking about boundaries in her life that she set, and she's like. I literally have my do not disturb mode on for 20 hours of the day because I just don't want things distracting me for, like, I don't want it distracting me from my family, from when I'm trying to get work done. And then she has like that four hour time slot where she's like, yep, you can get a hold of me during this four hours, and that's about it. <laughs> love the do not disturb mode. If you haven't started using it yet, you need to. It is game changer for focusing. We we don't even realize how much we're distracted by our phone until that button
1: goes on. <laughs> it's, it's pretty ridiculous. The other cool thing about um, no, okay. Apple, with Apple, I don't know if it's with Android, but with Apple, I can, with my do not disturb modes, any of them, part of the settings are um they're pretty intense like I can literally block apps so I can't even click on the app when the mode is on or um I can set it up that I mm-hmm. only see yep my front page I can't swipe to the other pages of apps on my phone like um those things just don't show up until the mode is right off. oh that's right
0: cuz I did try the focus mode once and I do remember it doing that yeah mm-hmm. i just like I'm okay with the do not disturb because then I don't, I, it's just like, oh, no notifications are coming up. There's no reason for me to check my phone. And so then like for me that works, but yeah, I totally see how that would be. If you're a person who really gets distracted by certain apps and it's like really hard for Mm -hmm. you to focus, even if they're like there, that focus mode would be even better for you. Yeah,
1: like I've had my notifications turned off for years. So it just like not being able to, because I always just click into the app to see if there's anything. And it's become a habit when I'm bored mm -hmm. to open my phone, click into all these different apps that I've turned notifications Mm -hmm. off to see if there's anything there. So it's nice then that's like, oh, I can't even click on them because I'm in work mode or whatever.
0: So this is going to sound a little like, Um, hardcore for some of you who maybe have had an open door policy during your prep, but I'm going to challenge you and at least say, have a shut door policy. Um, For me, I have to actually lock my door. Oh, this is number five. Sorry. (laughs) So lock my door because my door is one that actually is like just shut all the time. I just have it kind of propped open. And so during my prep, I actually lock my door and I've had like, it's funny because I've had subs come come up and they'll like find me in the hallway afterwards. And they'll they'll be like, oh, I sent so-and-so down for a screwdriver and you must not have been in your room because uh, your door was locked. And I was like, no, it was just my prep. I was in there, but it's my prep. So I locked my door (laughs) because- I don't need people coming in my room for a screwdriver or for a tape measure during my prep. These are things that I do not need to get interrupted for. So um, I know, I think Roberta, you had a just closed door, closed door and lights off policy. Right. And you talked to your department about that. Yeah. That might
1: be a little better for like elementary people. Well, and our doors don't always lock. Um, I mean, they are locked, but ours, Mm. it was a keypad. So anyone could still unlock it and get in. True. Or I would put a note on the door. Or old school at my my school still. Yeah. Yeah, I would like tape a note (laughs) on my door that said, do not disturb and like put a time on. Yeah. Especially when I was pumping, like I would close my door. And mm. like mm-hmm. I don't need to be disturbed when I'm pumping and so notes on the door. Super helpful. What? You don't want people walking in on you. Not particularly.
0: <laughs> so that might seem for those of you that are like total people pleasers and you're just so friendly with everybody all the time and you just want to talk to everybody all the time. This is gonna challenge you and it's gonna seem for those of you that have a hard time setting boundaries, even putting a sign up like that might be hard, mm-hmm. but if you are not getting the things done during your prep that you want to get done and you're end up ending up having to take stuff home, this is like a must. This is a boundary that you have to start setting for yourself and for your family at home. Because like, think about it. It is, if you are not using your time wisely at school, and you're having to take stuff home, it's taking away time from your family and you're not getting paid for that time. It's just time that's getting taken away from you that you're not getting paid for. And it's, it's really not fair to your family members if you're not using that time wisely at school. And I know it's difficult. I know like <laughs> for me, it's so easy because I'm like, no, I, this is my time. Like this is something I've been practicing for a really long time. And so that's why it does come easier for me But it is something that will have to become a practice for you. It's not going to be like, it's going to be uncomfortable for some of you that even just putting that sign up, it will be uncomfortable, but that's okay. It's a boundary that has to get set. And it's just practice. You guys, it's practice. (laughs) So um, I do know, I don't want to just say like blanket statement, lock your door and no one can come in. Like, I'm not saying that. I understand that there are kids that have to come in sometimes and get work done. But I have even set that boundary with my kids. Like I will tell them like, if we're at the end of the quarter and it's a busy time for me and it's a busy time for them and they need to get projects done, I'll just like a blanket statement, tell them you can come in and work on your stuff. If you can work on it by yourself, because I can't answer questions for you. And I can't help you with your project. So uh, you know, if you have a cutting board to glue together or whatever, you're going to have to figure it out yourself. I can't come over there and help you every five seconds, every time that you have a question on something. So you're really going to have to problem solve by yourself. And this not only like creates problem solving skills and like independent skills, but it, it shows them that it's okay to set boundaries and keep them too. And then if they violate that boundary and they're coming up and asking me questions every five seconds, then they just don't get to come in next time. Natural consequence, right? I'm not being mean. I'm like, I'm just explaining to them, like, Hey, I have grading to do. I have lesson planning to do. So I need this time for myself. And that's fine. If you come in and work, I'm totally fine with that as long as you are being independent about it and respectful. And honestly, I have never had a problem with this. They are always respectful and they always do what they're supposed to do because they know that I won't let them come in anymore. (laughs) So I also know that there are times, like if you're an English teacher or you're a math teacher, there's, kids that end up needing much more of your time and attention. So just like pick those days that they can come in and work with you. I wouldn't have it open all the time because then you're not getting your prep time in that you need. You need your time too. So if you have kids that aren't using their class time wisely and they're not getting their stuff done because they're messing around during class, I, that would be the boundary I set, like, hey, you only get to use me during my prep time if you're using your class time wisely, so we, we want to set those boundaries with our kids, not to be mean, but to show them that it's okay to set boundaries in your life, and it's okay to have consequences when those boundaries don't get upheld. Okay, so since that was number five, and I screwed up on my numbering, a bonus to tie things in, I promised you, I would talk about this End each prep with like a two minute reflection. So like what went well during this part of the day? And maybe like, if you have a prep at the beginning of the day, what went well at the end of the day, the day before, if you didn't get to it at the end of the day, the day before, um, use that two minutes time at the end of your prep to write down hey, what got done, what didn't get done, uh, what, write down anything else on your big to-do list that you either didn't get done during that prep or you realized needs to get done during your prep the the following day. Um, I always add to this list throughout the day also. So even like if I think of something when I'm in the middle of teaching, I will pause for a second and I will like quickly go write it down or, you know, we use our teacher multitasking skills <laughs> to talk and write at the same time. Um, because when those ideas are floating around in my head, I cannot focus and I, I need to get them out somewhere. So just having like a notebook or a piece of paper to write all your ideas down, this is like ideas for everything, not just like your to-do, but just like, oh my gosh, this would be a really cool idea for uh, a, a lesson in the future or whatever. Do that at the end of your prep. So set like like two minutes aside. And then also just do it throughout the day too. Because usually when I'm teaching is when those really cool ideas pop up or like a kid will say something that I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. Let me write it down so that I remember for the future. And then you have that list in front of you for your next day's prep. And you can go off of that list for what absolutely has to get done during that prep. So that was our bonus tip.
1: And I don't know, Roberta, you have anything else to add to that one? Or even if you stay focused, you know, during prep, uh, keep five minutes at the end to like reward yourself with social media time or reading Mm -hmm. or something that, you know, brings you joy and have that be kind of a reward for Mm -hmm. sticking to your plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Or if you're a chatter. And you want to go to the office and like chat it up or whatever, or just go find people in the hallway. That could be like your little reward time too.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Good idea. So if you take anything away from this episode today, I hope that it is stop wasting your precious planning time and stop letting other people and technology do the same thing to you. Be in charge of yourself, be in charge of your technology. Don't let it go the other way around. Your planning periods are so important and it's important that you keep that boundary in place so that you don't have to bring work home. We we hear that from teachers all the time, like, oh yes, we have to bring grading home, we have to bring lesson planning home. No, you don't. <laughs> and of course there's gonna be those times when you're maybe in the middle of a big unit and you do need to do a little bit more at home, but it should not be the norm for you. Okay. And I see that so often is teachers just think that that's what they have to do because that's what they've heard their whole life. It's this stupid little belief that we've taken on from like everyone else around us. So yeah, I just want you guys to protect your time and, and have the the best life possible when you go home. So you don't have to bring your work home. And if you have anything else to add to this and you like maybe struggled with this, we would love to hear about it in our DMs and, um, let us know, seriously, if you, if you really struggle with this, we would love to help you through like a particular issue that you're having or whatever. So send us a DM so we could help you through that and it'll be a good old time. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I hope you got some awesome advice out of this episode. Don't forget to go share on social media or share with your friends who need to hear this, your teacher friends, Um, and we will talk with you next week. We wanna thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at theteachermamaspodcast at gmail.com or theteachermamaspodcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening
1: from. If something really stood out to you today, Don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.